This is Craig from the Res, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man with Captain Phil Vecchio. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy, and I'm back here with Mark Bolton. Mark, how you doing? Oh, I'm excellent. Hello again, Brendo Maniacs. If you already forgot, um, since uh, Tuesday or whenever you listened to the last episode, Mark is the co-host of um, Comic Nerdy Night on Radio on um, on the Benvy Network. That's right, Radio Brendo Network. But that's that's not right. It's in the future. You're having future visions. No, I promise. I promise. <laughs> um, that was just a... And then you, that's you host with your friend Tim Van Autrev. Yes, that's right. Very good. He'll be very proud. Uh, yeah, listeners, we talk about all different kinds of comic books there. Uh, new comic books, old comic books, Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse, IDW, Top Shelf. Uh, if you like comic books of any sort, we're the place for you to check out. Uh, ComicNerdsUnite.com. We have all the episodes there, or we're on iTunes and Stitcher. I wonder if listeners are having like this weird moment where, because they've, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, um, Mark is a frequent appearance in our reader mail section. Yes, I am. And so now they have your voice to put with the the words. Uh, listeners, I would like to know if you thought I would sound more stupid, less stupid than I actually do. Do I have <laughs> a squeakier voice than you thought? Did you I think, think I s- sounded like an old woman? I don't know. I think you have a nice, like, soothing voice, like NPR. You have, like, an NPR voice almost. Thank you. I I'll like tell it. you uh, uh, an interesting anecdote about that. I used to be a manager at Schlotsky's Deli. Do you guys have Schlotsky's Deli? Not out here, home? but I, okay. being having lived in the Midwest, I am a, yeah. I'm a, I, I know Schlotsky's. I've heard there's only one left in Illinois, and it's in my town in Blue. Wait, there is a Schlotsky's because it's in Irvine. I've been to that one. Oh, okay. So I worked there for six years. That was my first job. And I frequently did the uh, drive-through when I was a manager. And I actually had – I know at least one lady that I remember, maybe like two or three. I would take someone's order, you know, and I was trying to be, you know, as nice as possible. And the lady, mm-hmm. when she got up to the window, said, oh, my goodness, you have such a nice voice. You should be on the radio. And I, 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 listeners, I don't mean to brag, you know, but I always took that as a nice compliment. And I was like, you know what? I do want to do something with radio. And here I am on internet radio, which is a podcast. Which is more relevant than the radio that people only listen to when they use the radio in their car, maybe. Yeah. That's the only time I ever listen to radio anymore. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I just can't believe there was a time where like I would come home and turn on my stereo to listen to the radio. But I guess that's because there used to be like real DJs with identities and yeah. they wouldn't, it wasn't just computers that play the same eight tracks over and over again. <laughs> yeah, like, that happens a lot. It's, I don't know. I mean, there's still like morning shows I still listen to. There's still those. That's about it. So I got a question about radio morning shows. Do you guys have the Bob and Tom show in California? Possibly, but I am not familiar with it. Okay. Well, oh, pardon me. I, I <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> uh, uh, 
turds. What the hell was that? Bob and Tom show. Oh, that's right. So it's, it's an okay show. Like it's not terrible, but it's very much like crass humor that 45 to 65 year old guys find funny. Yeah, like the like those guys on like uh, the one like on Parks and Rec, like what is it, Wally and the Boosh or whatever the douche. Yeah. Like it's kind of like that, but they're like Bob and Tom is way less hip because it is okay. like yeah, it's just these older 60. guys. Like, yeah, all right, you're listening to K Road Hundred on the Morning Zoo. Like, what yeah. yeah, and they do like uh, quote unquote funny songs where like oh, we used to have one of those. It was uh, it was uh, the the Morning Zoo with what was those guys' names. I don't know, but they did like parody songs and weird funny songs. Yeah. And they have like a bunch of comedians, but it's like, I think Jeff Dunham was on there a lot, which mm. tells you what kind. Mm. Although, uh, Maria Bamford and Mike Birbiglia were also. Well, that's good. I like them. Yeah, I know. That's where I first heard of both of them. And I was like, oh, these guys are great. Why are they on this show? Cause every other yeah, comedian is not comedians. half as funny. Well, so a lot of comedians will just do, especially at certain yeah, stages, just do, do whatever you can to get exposure. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, and I don't blame him for that. And like, well, especially, I mean, I could see definitely Maria Banford on the radio because she's like got all those great voices. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. Oh my and god! I think we might talk about her. We will definitely be talking about Lady Dynamite. That's great. It's on my list. All right, um, but you know what else is on the list is um, Stitcher is on the list of things to download on your phone to listen to podcasts. That it is. And it's a great place to listen to shows as a streaming, no downloading. You can pick up where you left off on your, all your apps, all your, all your devices and on the web. And uh, you can listen to our show on there. If you go to radiobrendo.com, click the Stitcher link. That'll take you to add our show to your playlist or sign up for a free account using the code BrendoMan when you do that. Go do it, listeners. And then thumbs up our show. And then you can also, if you use iTunes, you're like, hey, I don't use Stitcher, I use iTunes. They'll rate and review us on iTunes. And also on the um, Google Music, Play Music Store thing. That's a thing now. And listeners, uh, I can't tell you the the elation that you get when you get a new five-star review on iTunes and it's someone genuinely liking your program. It's pretty great. It's a nice feeling. I don't have too many of those. but Yeah, that's all we need from you. Um, we also need you to listen to the Benvy Network of podcasts, yes. including Mark Show, Comic Nerds Unite. We've That's also great. got um, Tim Van Otrev also has one called Star Wars Nerds Unite, which That's features Jim and his great wife. Podcast. And Mark, you're sometimes on there. I've been on only was it oh. three? I've only been on three episodes. I think I've listened to all those episodes. Then okay, they're so. they're the best episodes, listeners. But uh, the third host, Josh Mason, I've been friends with him since high school. Uh, he's a wonderful person and he may seem a little prickly at first, but I got, I had words with him. Yeah. Yeah. Over the internet. Oh, everyone. Trust me. <laughs> everyone. I've had words with Mason. My wife has had words with Mason cause she's hung out with him quite a bit. She actually, boy, when was that? It was about a year ago. She got in, on an argument with him about something or other on Facebook and I was really shocked because the first rule of dealing with Mason, at least for my success, is you just don't engage. Yeah. You just go, okay, Mason, like that's your opinion and you have Everybody's mine. Everybody's got that friend. I looked at – yeah, yeah. And I looked at her dumbfounded. I was like, Crystal, you know the rules to Mason. You don't <laughs> engage. And she's like, I know, I know. I engaged. It was funny. So, so you you are you're, – you're, you're a married dude? Yes, I am. You're the child? How, yep. how, how long have you been married? 
Oh, I have been married three years, but we have been together for 13 years. Whoa. So it's 13 years. When overall. did you guys meet? Uh, we met, it was in college and we were both at a community college. So it was like okay. underclassmen. What were you studying in community college? Just regular GE type stuff or? Uh, for the most part, I had an emphasis in art. So I, t- I had a good yeah, amount of art classes. Guy. Yep. yep. I like to doodle. I, I, I learned you about, you met- know. Caravaggio and Moss and all that stuff. So you guys met there? Yeah, we did. Uh, we had a class uh, together. No, my friend was dating her best friend and I actually knew Crystal's best friend before I knew her. And eventually, Oh, remember, I think it was last episode, right? Or no, it was this episode where I mentioned I worked at Schlotsky's deli. Yeah. Well, I was a baker. I was making buns there. Ah. And I had like dough all over me and I had this big goofy beard that I have now, but there was like dough in it. And this best friend, whose name is Kirsten, came in with Crystal, my future wife. And she was like, hey, this is my friend Crystal. And I was like, hey, how you doing? I was looking all gross. And uh, I was like, oh, she's pretty cute. I should uh, find out some more info about her. And Kirsten asked my future wife, Crystal, hey, would you ever go out with Mark? And she said, yeah, if he shaved those sideburns. That's right. I had, I, it wasn't a beard. I had giant sideburns. So like, she said this right in front of you or this was later? No, this was later. Okay. This, I, I got like, this. That'd be so weird. Yeah. This is <laughs> an apocryphal story. Okay. But she said, yeah, I might date him if he shaved off those sideburns. And then about a month later we were dating and I you had shaved him off. No, I had him. Oh, forever. you stood your ground. Well, she never told me like, you oh, better okay. shave him off. she learned. Oh, okay. She was like, those sideburns are great. You're a great guy. And I said, so I'm do you like that scene in Freaks and Geeks where she's like, Oh, rubbing yeah. sideburns. And- yeah. Uh, I related to that quite a bit. And also, I know, does Matt Benson still have sideburns from that weird, whatever I, it was? I haven't seen him in a while, but I know he, I think he shaved his beard, but I think he still has a sideburn. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm pro sideburn. So Matt Benson, if you're listening, good job on having sideburns. There you go. The, the ladies love him. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. They learn to love him. So. Yeah. Well, also be sure to check out all the other shows um, because those are the kind of things you talk about yeah. on the shows. You also got, um, you know, speaking of Benson, you got Ben View on Spielberg, Benson's Boombox. Um, we got Benson sometime of some hearing on Matt and Brendo's wrestling show now featuring Veronica Steele. Yeah, and there's new episodes coming up. New episodes have been popping out. By the oh, time you good. hear this, they'll have, we'll have our newest episode that we recorded um, after Money in the Bank. And because we went to Las Vegas to go watch it, which we'll talk about in a minute. Okay. And uh, yeah, so you can listen to that show. You got Midnight Marinara if you're into the creepy pastas. I've listened to a lot of those. It's really good. Yeah, it's and really they do. Good. Yes, it's a really great podcast. Listeners, excellently yeah. produced, and they also do they, undercooked analysis. Yeah, where they talk about it, like kind of talk about yeah. the stories, which is really cool. Because if you're really into that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it's a must. Yeah, they do a lot of, like, critical writing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Kayla's really cool, and David really knows his stuff, and they're really cool people. Oh, there's – now, Brenda, real – I don't want to derail us too much, but there's a whole world of creepypasta that I just surmised from listening to this podcast that I don't understand at all, I don't think. I just like like creepy stories. I don't don't know. They're talking about stuff. There's a whole, like, culture around creepypasta and the writing of the stories. Pretty nuts. Yeah, and I there's like subreddits and all this other stuff. Yeah, I, and they all know really each cool. Other. Hmm. Uh, they all know each like all the writers yeah, of the creepy yeah. know each other. 
it makes me feel old because I'm like, ah, oh, this is a whole thing on the internet. A whole other like, culture, internet thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I like scary stories, so I'll listen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're they're into a whole other thing. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it check is. it out. You also, Kayla also has a show called The Artist Tree, where she interviews various creative types about their craft. It's very um, enlightening and enjoyable. We've also got the podcast preview. I still haven't fixed that because I have it as review. I think that was an autocorrect situation. And also Phil's own show that he does with his wife, Janelle, Mandarian Orange Show. That's a really great show. I'm a couple really episodes behind, but I listen. I haven't to listened to their there. latest episode that they recorded on the road. Yeah, that's Very cool. Very curious to see how that went. Me too. Because it seemed like they were pretty much, when I called them, because um, there was a thing with, I had to call them, and, uh, and it seemed like, it seemed like they were in very super vacation mode. So I don't know if they, if it was, I think it was going to be a quickie. We'll see what, what okay. they did. Do you think the see kids what, are on that one? That would be amazing. Yeah. I've been looking forward to that. I still, um, I want to have like Luke and Audrey on Radio Brindle Man. I, I'm going to make it happen soon. That would be awesome. Yes. I want to, they'll have like the Zelda corner with Luke. <laughs> I want to cool. hear, I, cause Luke, so they were on vacation. I want to hear, cause I'm, I'm guarantee you Phil showed Luke that trailer for the new Zelda game that mm-hmm. looks amazing. And I'm Luke just talking when I told it, like we were talking about it with Luke and he had, it hadn't come out yet. And like, what do you think it's going to be? He was so excited. Oh, like awesome. he's like so excited because it's like one of the first new Zelda games that's come out since he's really into Zelda and um and like it's on the Wii U and he's so he's like he's very I think this is like I I, I was trying to think back to like when I was really excited for a video game to come out mm-hmm. when I was like his age and like that excitement I was like oh man it's got to feel good it's got to feel pretty good you know it's, it's just it's fun. Yeah, it must be pretty amazing to be a, a video game fan and like a little little kid. Yeah. Like with all like to like a, a brand like Zelda. Yeah. That's gotta it's, be cool. And it's so fun. His enthusiasm is just like so <laughs> great. Um so yeah, check that out, MandarinOrangeShow.com. And you know, maybe you're thinking like, hey, podcasting, I want to start my own podcast, I want to have my own website. Maybe you're uh, you need a portfolio or maybe you got a website needs for your business or your brand or you, you just want I don't know. You want to recreate your GeoCities page of old? <laughs> yeah. With all those blinkies and marquees and things like that. Well, you can do that on DreamHost. Go to Dream. You go if you go to RadioBrendo.com. Click the DreamHost banner. That will give you a fifty dollar off coupon to save fifty dollars off your order at DreamHost.com. It's pretty great. So do it, listeners. Get on that. And while you're up on uh, RadioBrendo.com and you maybe you need Amazon Prime because, again, you want that sweet ecto cooler, sweet sweetness. Yeah. And you're not Mark Bolton where people are just selling, giving you boxes of ecto cooler. It's not bad to be me. I'm not going to lie. God, that yeah. was good. I wish I had some right now. I, I'm, I if I If I wasn't so hot, I'd get up and go to the fridge. <laughs> and, I, I can tell an anecdote to the listeners if you want to. Yes, please. Okay. <clears throat> then I choked on spit right then. <laughs> okay, so here's a funny work story, listeners. While Brando goes and gets uh, an anecdote, no, it's okay. I'm, I, I don't. I'm good. Oh, I thought we were I want to hear your anecdote. Okay, okay. It's a if little. I, if you get up, I don't get to hear your anecdote. <laughs> That's true. It's a little late night. Up. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay, just Brendo listeners. It's a little late night. So I had another job, 
and I was, uh, I, I, I worked with the elderly and it was a, for a place called Home Instead Senior Care. And you provide non-medical help and companionship to old people. It's basically just like if they don't have anyone around, like you go and hang out with them and you do like light, light housework, run some errands. It was a very fulfilling job. I did it while I was in college. And I was told when I was first hired that I was going to have a client named Al and that he had had some trouble with another caregiver. So they were like, I think you'll be perfect for this. So it turned out that this guy was, you know, like your typical, uh, he wasn't like senile, but he was clearly like old and should not have been living on his own. Like he wasn't up for that, but the family didn't want to put him in a home. So they got a caregiver to you know, help him out. So I gained his trust over like months and months. And he said, okay, Mark, I want you to get rid of some stuff that I have that I don't want my family to find when I die. And I was like, okay, that's great. This guy, he was like a big pack rat. Like there was stuff all over this house. So anything that I could try to convince him to get rid of was great. So he brought out like this, this rolled up uh, paper bag and he brought out, I don't know, I think it was like two or three uh, dildos, you know, like one that was, you know, like flesh colored penis. Wow. Wow. And he, he said that the woman that was working before me that didn't work for this company, like the family just kind of hired her outright. She would like have sexual relations with this guy or something. And they bought these, these toys for, I don't know, their personal use, I guess, which, you know, Hey, People, as long as it's both consensual, they're both adults, go do whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I don't want these anymore. So, <laughs> oh, first of all, he didn't want me to get rid of them. This is the funniest part. He said, can you try and return these for money at the sex toy store? Wow. And I was like, ow, they don't do that, man. Like you yeah, can't, like, it's, it's cannot, used. Like, yeah, no, absolutely not. So uh he was like, well, I want you to try. And like, he's my boss. So I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. Go into the sex <laughs> Well, no, I didn't go in. He wanted me to call him. And I was like, oh, okay. in the back of my head, I was like, you know what? This will be a great story. So sure. Uh, my boss told me to do this. I'll do it. So I called like the local sex toy store in Peoria, Illinois, you know, knowing full well what the answer would be. And I was like, hey, this might be a weird question, but... I have some products. They've been used. Can I return them? And they said, no, of course not. So I said, okay, great. Thank you very much. So I hung up the phone. I said, Al, they won't take them because they're already been used. And he says, we'll call this other place. Try them. Oh, my like, God. Al, Al, they're definitely not going to take them. Like, it's a health thing. They're not going to take them. And he's like, we'll just try. And I said, okay. So then I just pretended to dial the number. I didn't really call this other place. It was called the Green Door. <laughs> So I was on, you know, I was talking to the dial tone in my ear. I was like, Hey, green door, I've got some sex toys that are used. Will you buy them from me? What's that? You won't. Okay. So then I hung up the phone. I said, sorry, Al, they won't either. And he said, okay, I guess you can throw them away then. And I said, okay, great. So I took the paper bag and I threw it in his garbage outside. And I felt good that I helped uh, this older man get rid of something that he might've been embarrassed about if his family found it at a later date. So that's a good story. Yeah, it's 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 a fun one. It might not have been appropriate for Radio Brand Domain. That's no, fine. Per I, se. I appreciate that because they, you know, you people have bought those products on yeah. Amazon. Oh yeah, they just did on the last Derek episode. Yeah. Yeah. And you can use the you can you you can buy them using Amazon Prime. If you go to radiobrando.com, you get a free 30-day trial to Amazon Prime and it's pretty great. 
And if you decide to sign up, it's only $99 a year, and you get the free two-day shipping with no minimum order size, the Instant Watch Library, the Music Library, all kinds of great stuff, 20% off all video game pre-orders, just all kinds of great benefits. It's pretty nuts. It is. Go check it out. They got Batman the Animated Series on their Instant Watch Library. That's the only place you can get that. That is. I actually, not to brag again, but I do have all those on DVD. But if you don't own them on DVD, go get Amazon Prime to watch them because it's a fantastic show. It's pretty great. And even if you don't have Prime, you can still buy stuff on Amazon using our Amazon link at RadioBrendo.com. Click that link and then shop like normal and you'll be helping out the show. And quite a few of you did that this week, and we really appreciate it. And so we're going to talk about the things that you bought. So here we go. Derek, um, I just called you Derek. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Mark, are you excited for the Amazon? I am, yes. Listeners, I want to hear what you bought. All right. Well, they bought first we have a summer infant snuzzler, infant support for car seats and strollers. I don't know. What the, what's a snuzzler? I don't know. I oh, it's just like had a, a pillow thing that you put in a car seat. Like it props them up. Uh, looks like it. Hmm. Yeah, like it. Like it's got like side pad and like a head pad. Okay. Oh, oh I do know. Like their necks can go at like crazy angles because they're not really resting on anything other than their shoulder. So that makes yeah. sense. Oh, and like mm-hmm. also when you like take a sharp curve and the kid's head. My yeah. kid's done that when he's sleeping in the car. I feel this really bad. Nuzzler. That's good. The number one bestseller in car seat head and body supports. There you go. It's only ten ninety five. It's a good deal for the for like the comfort of your baby. Mm-hmm. And anything that makes a baby sleep longer is worth its weight in gold. <laughs> um, this definitely wouldn't make a baby sleep longer. It'll make them yell out in amazement. <laughs> um, they just announced this. Um, well, I think it, yeah, it's, uh, it's pre-ordered. It doesn't come out till September 13th, but Transformers, the, the movie on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like the original animated one from the 80s. Yes, right? from the 80s that broke many a child's heart as they killed all the old toys. Yeah, they die in like the first 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's... They kill everybody and they give you all, hey, look at all these new things that you can buy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That sounds and you also I need to have watch that featuring, again. Have you never seen it? I did when I was a kid, and then like five featuring or six years ago, I watched like the of, first 15 minutes. Featuring the voice of Orson Welles himself. Yeah, and Weird Al has a song in it. Weird Al has a song in it. Leonard Nimoy has a voice in it. <laughs> it it's sounds awesome. I need to watch it. Amazing. Also, the great You've Got the Touch song from White Lion. Is that the that's, band, White Lion? Yeah, I think that's the band name. And you got the touch. That sounds. You got the power. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, aren't there like robot fishes in the water? Kinds of. I vaguely remember that as a kid. It's pretty nuts. Um, Somebody got Red Leaf Green Superfood Plus Organic Grass Blend Plus Organic Cranberry Supplement, naturally sweetened with stevia and organic monk fruit. Oh, here we go again with the monk fruit. What's monk fruit? It's yeah, some it's weird fruit healthy. that has like healing properties, I guess. Is it more healthy than like a Totino's pizza roll? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, probably not. I don't think anything not. is as healthy as the all natural Totino's pizza rolls. By the way, yesterday, Father's Day, it was, uh, my day because I'm a father. Yeah. I bought some bacon and pepperoni Totino's pizza rolls. 
Whoa. I know. I haven't eaten them yet, but they're in the freezer like as a rainy day meal. I'm very excited. Sounds pretty great. I'll write in and let Brendo Maniacs know how it is. Yeah, definitely do that. Yeah, I will. And definitely everybody continue to buy stuff. And they did. We got Linen Spa Premium Mattress Protector. So, you know, protector for your mattress. You got to get that. Um, you know what you don't want is rodents. So you got to get the black hole rodent trap. Mm-hmm. Definitely got those. I think those, that fill, that might be, I don't know, are these the ones that Phil buys? Yes, they are. <laughs> so I'm, that, Phil, this might be something Phil bought or somebody because these are, Phil uses these and they really do work. That's good. They definitely work because they basically, you put them at the end of their tunnels and they just go right in uh-huh. thinking it's, part of their tunnel and but you got in order to properly use them you got to do what phil does and he'll find where there's two different junctions so they'll think that they fooled you by <laughs> so and then they go the other way and then they go right into the other trap huh that's how phil gets them that's good well oh i remember you had a problem with gophers before right was that a yes. thing too yeah these are the gophers that's what i'm talking about oh okay i see i see that's for these that's what these are for Okay, I was picturing like mice and like cartoon mouse holes in his house. Oh, this is definitely for gophers. They, okay. I don't know if they, I think they did have a, a mouse, but I don't know how they got that. There's some like really inhumane looking mouse traps on Amazon. Yeah. So Al, that same old guy that I worked for, I had to catch some mice at his house too. That was some unpleasant memories. Cause I never mm. really killed anything other than like a bug before that. Yeah. Yeah. I caught a mouse right. in a mouse trap and yeah, it was bad, bad news. Somebody got, well, the, whoever's been getting these, these episode 24 of the super knocking boots podcast. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. I've never listened to that show, but no, me neither. There's a comedy show. I need to, if, if a Brendo maniac likes it, I'll check it out. And then we got, Oh, here we go. And musical instruments category, this is a first. A Mahalo ukulele, rainbow series, soprano ukulele. Oh, that's cool. You can buy a ukulele. $25. Looks pretty cool. They've got all different colors. I guess that's why it's called the rainbow series, but it looks legit. I pictured that the ukulele was a rainbow, like all the colors. Oh, no, it's like you got all the, you can get all different colors. Okay. That's good. That's good. That looks cool. Someone playing the ukulele pit, ukulele. Yeah, that's all. Players. That's a great song by, oh, what's that lady's name? She was in the Dresden Dolls. Then she did a solo. Oh, Amanda Palmer. Yes. Yeah. I love that. She has a song just called ukulele. That's great. Yeah. She's, she's really cool. Yeah, she is. She's cool. She's, I got to meet her a couple times. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, I know she's married to Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, yes. Yeah, because the, the so she they did a show at Smod Castle. Oh, okay, that's cool. They it was pretty amazing. She did a set, and then they did a live reading of like a section of American Gods. Okay, and then he did like a podcast interview with Neil and Amanda, and that's I have my picture with Neil Gaiman, and he was really cool. And we talked. I actually talked to him for an extended period of time because he had just gotten back from China. Uh-huh. He had written a lot oh, yeah. of blog posts about it, and so he was. So, and he'd actually been up to Harbin and he was fascinated that I like had lived there mm-hmm. and we talked about it quite a bit. It was that's, pretty amazing. That's super cool. It was pretty amazing. I love his Sandman comic series. Oh, 
Yeah, amazing. So good. Yeah, it is. And his books are great. I love his books. I've read um, one. Oh, they're really good. American Gods is amazing. Um, Graveyard Book. Mm-hmm. That's his, one of his, um, the the then is the I think I talked about when I read The Ocean at the End of the Lane. That's his, one of her newer books. I need um, to read more of his stuff. I think I read Good Omens. Is that one of his? That, that one's great. That's his and him and Terry Pratchett. Okay, that's the one I read, and Terry, I liked it. But I want really to read good. It. That's what got me into Terry Pratchett. Okay, the author of the Discworld series. Yeah, right. that's a whole thing too. I haven't gotten into. We got Alpha Holster Belly Band Handgun Holster. Oh, there you go. And a Wheeler Firearms Accurizing Torque Wrench. So is that like a gun wrench? I don't know, yeah. Let me look at this. Oh, it's it's I think it's the Wheeler Firearms that make it, but it's just a just it's a, torque, a wrench. torque wrench that has like multiple bits. I think it's like an electric torque wrench. Oh, that's pretty cool. Ooh, that looks pretty cool. Oh, but it's used two screw in rifle screws. Ooh, I didn't know rifles had screws. There yeah. You go. It's an accurizing. So to accurize your rifle. Oh. Huh, so there you go. Cool. I don't know anything about guns. No, I'm just reading. Either. I like the word accurizing though. That's pretty sweet. It's a rule. That's a real word. Yeah. It's in there. Um, yeah, so there you go. You can get all that stuff on Amazon. And we appreciate everybody using the Amazon link to buy stuff. Thank you very much. And keep on doing that. Yeah, that Every really does that podcast. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's getting very hot. <laughs> I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Um, we got a Facebook group. at. Uh, if you go to RadioBrendo.com, you can click the Facebook group link. It'll take you there, and you can become a member and be part of the conversation. Mark, you're pretty active. I am. I wish I was more active. I actually don't have Facebook on my phone, uh, partly because I don't remember what my password is. And also, <laughs> my life is now better without Facebook on my phone, like, because yeah. I'm not looking at it all the time. Yeah. I do miss looking at it all the time, though. Don't get I me get wrong. You. So I only get on Facebook when I'm on the downstairs home computer. Anyway, that's a long story to say. I wish I was on there more, but I do get on there. And it is a ton of fun. So lots of people get on there. We post yeah. funny, fun links, things we talk about on the show, things that are cool, videos, dumb gifts, <laughs> yeah. weird things like really, really weird stuff. We always love the weird, weird videos. Oh, I've really enjoyed some of Phil's like weird YouTube. <laughs> yes, there was. Phil, one, I don't know. It was like Indian music or something. It was. It was a great song. I loved it. Yeah, I don't, it was a long time ago, but it was awesome. He has some great ones, and yeah. we can check all that out um, at RadioBrendo.com. Click the Facebook group link. We also have a subreddit um, on 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 Reddit um, and uh, Kickstarter updates. I don't have any because Phil is on vacation, and once he gets back, he assures me that he's going to post the Brendo and All Stars video where I'm singing a song. Yeah, I'm excited to see. That. <laughs> And we still have one more bonus episode. We got to do our our fast food rankings. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm where once Phil gets back, we are going to put the record up in the pop box store, which we haven't done yet. But you'll be able to order it if you didn't get a copy or if you want extra copies. And Mark Bolton, you did the cover artwork uh, that I did, yes, and on the record, you did. It's a ama- an amazing yeah. job. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, it was a lot like of fun to do. Spot things that we were inspired to draw by this, this is like stuff. Yeah, about. 
it's like the the episodes of Radio Brindo Man went into my head and what I drew was a visual representation of what the show is, I thought. That was really cool. There's lots of spilt surge. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you can also check out our Clicker Heroes clan, which they just did like a weird reset in Clicker Heroes, like this new feature. So it's like starting all over again, but it's fun. It's kind of made the game more interesting. If you go to clickerheroes.com or get it on Steam or on your phone, it's free. And our clan name is Radio Space Brendo Man. But you have to get to a certain level in the game before you can join a clan, in case you're wondering. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're wondering, like, hey, I travel and and I want to help with travel planning, you can get that at myvacationpants.com. That's Janelle's travel website, Phil's wife, Janelle. Very useful travel tips, especially yeah, if you very, have a family. She's very knowledgeable on vacationing, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're on vacation now on their <laughs> wonderfully planned vacation. And they're also doing their podcast, The Mandarin North Show. And if you're looking for a good vacation destination, head on down to Southern California in the Big Bear Mountains. It's a good place to be in the summer when the rest of the area is super, super hot. It's not as hot up in the mountains. And while you're up there, go to Mountain Room Escapes. Look and do an escape room. Mark, have you ever done an escape room? No, I keep meaning to look up if there are any escape rooms in Bloomington Normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if there are any. Um, but it I hasn't quite to- made its way out there yet. Uh, not that I've heard of. Actually, I'll tell you what. I have the world at my fingertips now. Literally, I'll go look. Well, if you're in Big Bear, you don't have to look because we got a room escape for you. It's really great. It's called Mountain Room Escapes. And if you go to mountainroomescapes.com to book your room escape, we've done it. You can listen to the show, the live show, a few episodes back where we talk about it. And if you want to try it out, use the code RadioBrendoMan at mountainroomescapes.com. You get $5 off every ticket in your party. And you get a special exclusive gift at the end of the game. So it's pretty cool. It sounds super fun. I really want to do it. And actually, yeah. it does look like there is an escape room in Bloomington, Illinois well, you called try. Escape Bloomington. Yeah. Check it out. I want and, to. And um, I'm excited. Phil and Janelle got me a we're going to go to an escape room when they get back from they got me a, um, one for my birthday. It's um, it's one of the highest rated ones in the area. We're going out to Irvine. And it's a like it's a like a Chinese company, but okay. they it sounds like they're the they're some of the highest rated ones in huh. Orange County, and so I'm pretty excited about that. That's cool because their page is like I looked at their page and like there's like stuff in Chinese, but all the Yelp reviews say like it's great, and um and I got that one and I'm excited to do that with the Vecchios, the whole clan. We're gonna go at some point. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. And um, speaking of fun, you know what's coming up? We're about a month away. I mean, you love comics, Mark, so you know. I do. It's San Diego Comic-Con time right around the corner. It's a busy time of year for nerds, yeah. Yeah. All, all the big announcements, stuff. finding out about all kinds of new stuff, awesome things. Mark, have you ever been to San Diego Comic-Con? No, I haven't. Um, I think you're like dream destinations? Actually, no. I think it's too many people for me. <laughs> I don't have any sort of like um I don't know what the phobia word for it is but I don't I think it it might just be too many people too much if I were to go to one I would try to go to maybe like WonderCon 
out in yeah. California. Or yeah. I don't know. I know there's a number of smaller ones. I would try a smaller have, one first. Well, have you been to like a, like, have you been to like C2E2? Yeah, I've done C2E2 a number of times. And that is, so that's not too bad. I mean, it seems like a lot of people go to that it one. Is, um, I want to say like, 10, 20,000 people. Oh, okay. But it's still pretty big. I mean, that's, it's pretty big and it gets, it's like, I don't know if I would want to do much bigger than that. Okay. I don't know. I have a weird thing about crowds and stuff. It's just, I get you. it's very intense. Yeah. I but, do. I'll tell you what though. It would be a blast to go and just hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm. I would want to go and do that. Like just to go, like whatever you guys go and do, I'll, I'll tag along and I'll have a blast. We always have fun with our, yeah. we roll deep at Comic Con mm-hmm. as, People have said, and we always have a good time, and I'm really looking forward to it. And if you're going to be there, um, we are going to be doing a panel. Um, it'll be in they we um, at Comic Con. It will when we when they announce the programming, we'll be able to announce the when. But we will be doing our Web Comics Advocates comic um, panel, featuring me, Phil, Josh Anderson, and Patrick Scullin of uh, SuperSiblings.com fame. I want to check out this Super Siblings too. I've heard about it from really other, great. from places other than you guys, and yeah, it sounds really good. I need to. Patrick's a cool days. guy, and he's uh, he's a, he's a great um he's a great artist. That's why we we have him because we needed some legitimacy, <laughs> and he's an actual artist. He's very talented, and uh, yeah. So if you're gonna be at Comic Con, stay tuned for more on that. But check us out. We'll also be hanging around and uh, giving. So hit us up. We'll be. Probably doing our Benview Megacast at some point. We'll be having handing out um, handing out things that are not stickers, <laughs> but they might be stickers. But, but for legal reasons, they are different than stickers. Pieces of paper, yeah, that may not stick to things. Ad- adhesion may or may not be applied. Yeah, um, if you hang, if you come see hi, if you see us there, say hi. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting pumped up for Comic Con. I, I, I was pumped. I, you know, I had, I got, I got, once I'm up, once my birthday's over, then it's like time to get pumped Mm -hmm. for Comic Con. And, um, I'm very pumped. I'm going to be rooming with, I'm excited for our, 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 our streak continues. It'll be me and Benson and Andrew Lindy and Derek. That's a fun group. Sorry, that's our that's our team, Super Squad. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> we should come up with a name. Um Oh boy. Uh Delta Quadrant, I think is a okay. good one. We'll 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 take Oh, and of course, but Phil doesn't stay with us, he stays with his family. But right, yeah. he joins up during the day. He leaves his family to whatever they do. I don't know. I think they hang out, kids do stuff. SeaWorld, I've heard before. Yeah, SeaWorld Beach, but the kids are the kids are now like after WonderCon, they're like all about walking around oh, in the right. Yeah, they love getting like they love wearing. They're like all in on the cosplay. Mm-hmm. They love like they love the attention, and they also are. There's a lot of stuff now that they're into that they can appreciate. That's true. Yeah, like we took dude. They were we took them to the Nintendo booth. They were all about that. Mm-hmm. This. At the WonderCon, they were all about like you know, Audrey loves My Little Pony and Adventure Time and all the other all their cartoons because like all their cartoons are represented at these cons. Mm-hmm. So it is so it's cool that they're at that age now. I mean, when Audrey was really young, we just kind of used her to get free swag. <laughs> sure, um, sure. But now it's stuff like she actually gets her own 
stuff. I was going to say they must get so much free stuff. So much free stuff. Oh my yeah, god, they're adorable. Them. How can you say no? Exactly. Like, people are going out of their way to give them. Like That's oh my what god, I was yeah. It's, it's the pretty. Person is like, I shouldn't do this, but here you go, cute. Oh yeah, kid. it's yeah. It, it happens quite a bit. <laughs> well, good for them. That's good. And they're and they they're just so stoked. So I'm mm-hmm. think we're gonna at least they'll probably get to do like a, maybe like a day at Comic Con because I think that's about as much as Janelle can handle. Yeah. I can't even imagine what wrangling children at a comic convention oh, would be like. It's it's a oh. thing. <laughs> it gives me parent nightmares. Yeah. I'll, get, yeah. I'll be doing that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you you actually had a table at a con recently. We talked about it in your last. I did, yeah. So that was a good experience for you guys. It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, it Peoria has a. They call it the Artist and oh boy, it's ACE mm-hmm. Artists and Creators Expo, I believe. That's cool. And it's put on through the Peoria Park District. Uh, they just did their second year. Uh, it was not last weekend, but the weekend before. And yeah, uh, we know the guy who puts it on, uh, and he gave us a booth for free, which was really nice of him. That's great. Yeah, I was only there for four hours because it's like an hour drive for me to get there. Mm-hmm. I was able to stay for about four hours. Then I had to drive an hour back because, you know, I got a kid at home and my wife was nice enough to uh, watch Jude on her own for six hours. But Jude is a handful. Like um, doing a whole day of watching Jude is more strenuous than going to work. Is he very that- like – boisterous he is he just he's a great kid he's wonderful he's not like misbehaving a lot he just doesn't slow down yeah he's two and he's exactly all all about everything yes everything is amazing to him he just there's not more than like 30 seconds of like sitting still to focus on something so yeah he's just up and around it's it's pretty intense but anyway, that's not about the comic convention at all. So I was there for four hours. Um, I was doing a lot of wheeling and dealing with people. I was getting our name out there. I brought a big old stack of comic books that were um, doubles of what I owned. And I put our business cards in little bags and boards and handed them out to people just to try to get nice. some uh, awareness out for the podcast. I promoted Radio Brendo Man to the guy that gave us the gave me the Ecto Cooler for free. Oh, I told him, you're going to like this Radio Brendo Man podcast. Oh, and it's really amazing how many people listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. It's becoming a thing. Yeah. It's no longer – because it used to be like the first thing is like, what's a podcast? I can tell most people, hey, I do this podcast, and they I don't have to be like, oh, it's this internet thing. Like yeah. nine times out of ten, they know what that is, which is awesome. And they listen to a bunch of them, at least a yeah. people I talk. Because I said like, we're a podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, like I love podcasts. And they're like, I listen to this one and that one, yada, yada. Yeah. That was a pl- very pleasant surprise. That's cool. That's good to hear. I did have to explain to one mom what a podcast was. Yeah. That was really funny. So she was trying to sell her kid on the Star Wars podcast because she's like, you like that Rebels show. And then she's like, so what time is it on? <laughs> and I was like, well, it's on any time, like whenever you want. She's like, well, well, where do you watch it? And I was like, okay, let's let's roll this back a little okay, bit. Okay, yeah, let's take a few steps. Yeah. You don't watch a podcast. It's only an audio thing. Yeah. So like I had to explain to a mom what show. it was. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but speaking of that, we have an organization that's trying mm-hmm. to, um, advocate for podcasts, just like our webcomics advocates. And it's called podcast advocates, podcastadvocates.com. That's the site. And, uh, it has helpful articles. It also has a contact form if you want to have us appear at your convention, just like we'll be appearing at Comic Con Palm Springs. Now this thing sounds awesome. This is what I would go to first and foremost if I could. 
It's going to be super chill. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Stan Lee's going to be there. They're announcing lots of other Flash Gordon himself, whoever that dude is. <laughs> sure, that guy. Um, August 26th to 28th in lovely Palm Springs, California. If you go to ComicConPalmSprings.com, get those tickets. And we are going to be there. We're going to be doing our panel. We're also going to be doing a live Radio Brendo Man. That's very exciting. Doing a live, um, we're going to be doing a live Radio Brendo Man, live, uh, Josh Anderson is doing live, uh, extra damage. Phil and Janelle are going to be doing live Mandarin Orange Show. Um, Lizzie and Kat of the Blaze are going to be there appearing on panels. We've got other podcasting panels. We've got, um, we just, um, Derek is going to be out of town, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So we had to, we did a little switcheroo and there is going to be a live MBWS. Oh, that's cool. And other things. Um, the whole Benview crew, um, Sans, Derek, um, beside, and then Sans, Tim and, Tim and Mark, but one of the, eventually, yeah. one of these days. I would love to. I would love to come out and just hang out with you guys even. That would be amazing. Unfortunately, it's a long way to California, but someday yeah. we're going to do it. Someday. And, but if you want to come hang out, you can, if you're in the area, com. Check it out. You should, listeners. Yeah. Well, I had a fun week this yes, week. Yes, you did. Because it was my birthday this weekend. And happy belated birthday. I hadn't said that yet. Thank you. But I'm 36 now. Now I'm closer to 40 than I am 30. Yeah, that's a bummer. It is it is what it is. You're young but, at uh, That's all that yeah, matters. Yeah. I mean, I have, I still have most of a case of Ecto Cooler <laughs> sitting in my fridge and I've got Star Wars books right in my computer and I have this, I always use this as a sign of my, I have my little Street Sharks candy dispenser that I got from Dinosaur Dracula. That's awesome. So I think I'm pretty youthful. I see a little Iron Man underneath your TV. Oh, that's my Disney Infinity figure up there. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I keep you on, but, um, for, so on Friday, the Friday I met up with Derek and we hung around in Burbank, which is Derek's favorite place to hang out. Can I ask a quick regional geographical question? Yes. How far is Burbank from Hollywood? It's just north of it, like okay. 15 minutes, um, usually. But it's like a separate town? Yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's, 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 it Burbank's in the valley. Mm-hmm. It's like over the hill, but it's a lot of people live there. And that's where a lot of the studios and production and all that stuff actually happens right. in Burbank, not in Hollywood. I know Hollywood is very small. And, okay. um, most of the big studios and lots and everything and Warner Brothers and mm-hmm. all that stuff is in Burbank. Speaking of Warner Brothers, we, so we ate at the smokehouse, which is right across the street from the Warner Brothers lot. Hmm. It's like that's an cool. old Hollywood establishment. Okay. And it's very delicious food. They have the best garlic cheesy bread in the world. That sounds good. And we had a nice lunch there. And then we went to the Burbank Mall because they are getting, it got bought by a new, by another, a new company, new owner. And they're getting ready to like modernize it and turn it into like a fancy, you know, generic mall. Because mm-hmm. um, the Burbank Mall, if anybody's not familiar with it, is, it's one of the, that I know of, it's one of the last like, mall malls in our area that um still looks like you know the way a mall did like in the it's kind of stuck in the late 80s early 90s and 
they kind of, they use it in a lot of movies and TV shows when they need like a generic mall. Mm-hmm. And it's got a lot of like weird, goofy mall stores. And yeah, those aren't around as much as they used. Not to. as much. And now, now this one's going away. Mm. It's going to be all modern with new hip stuff. And so Derek Knee is trying to spend some extra time there. <laughs> that sounds like Derek. Yeah. Yeah. And so we walked around the mall and, um, we, Derek tried to get me to buy a $50 pillow because he said it would change my life. And I believed him. <laughs> I just don't know if I'm ready to spend $50 on a pillow. What does it do for 50? It's like a memory foam pillow that never loses its like form. So and like, it, like just the shape of your heads in it. Well, like it just, it remains and it's like solid. And I like, I like solid. Mm-hmm. So it like mm-hmm. doesn't, it never loses that. And it's like really comfortable, but it's $50. So, yeah. but they had like $250 pillows and that was like, whoa, but I just didn't know. And then we looked at like soda streams and just some other mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, so we did. And then we went to, um, so then we decided to go to a later showing of, uh, nice guys. Cause I hadn't seen it. This is Derek's fourth time seeing it, but I hadn't seen it. Uh, it was amazing. What's this movie again? It's with, it's the new Shane Black detective movie with Russell Crowe and, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Gosling. It's, it's like a, you know, do you see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Yeah, I was just talking to my wife so about that movie tonight. It's kind of like in that style. Oh, okay. And um and then, you know, I mean, this is the third of the Shane Black detective movies starting with The Last Boy Scout. Oh, I didn't know. Last that. Boy okay. Scout moving on to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I mean, he also he also fam- I mean, of course, Lethal Weapon. Right. And if you like that kind of stuff, it's this it's amazing. It's so funny. So I guess this is my movie corner, but it's <laughs> sure. also, but it's it's amazing. It's really funny. It's just, it's the best thing Russell Crowe's done in ages. Mm-hmm. It and, takes place in the 70s? Yeah, it takes place okay. in 1977, and there's just some really great shots of, like, like really reproduced, like, 70s Hollywood, because it okay. takes place in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And there's a shot where they have the old Tower Records, so it's, like, old-school Tower Records, and then right above it is a billboard for Jaws 2. Oh, cool. And, like, just kind of pretty good reproduction there, and then there's, like this party scene where it's at like a mansion in the hills and you're, it's like you're there in the seventies and mm-hmm. pretty, pretty, pretty cool. But yeah, so we did that. We also went to, um, it was called story something story time. It was a bar, but okay. it was really good. They had a lot of craft beers and we had that. And then we went to steak and shake for dinner Hey, I believe that was originated in Bloomington, Illinois. Yes, That's what I've heard. I know it's from Illinois somewhere. Yeah. And I, I grew up on Steak and Shake, yeah. They just started popping up out here. Okay. And I am a big fan because the cookie butter shake is like the greatest. I shake. haven't had the shake yet, but I do like cookie butter. A, a guy at work brought in cookie butter and there was this about is, 10 like, guys eating it, yeah. This is like if you took a sugar cookie and like made it into batter form and then made a shake of it. Mm-hmm. That's oh, amazing. Oh my gosh. It's so good. And I I ended up not getting a steak burger because I got the chili mac because I'm a big fan yeah. of the spaghetti chili with all the cheese on it. Mm-hmm. That's like, usually what I get when I go to. But I also do like those burgers. But this was, I mean, I had to get it because I hadn't gotten it last time. Yeah. 
Every, everything's good there. I mean, it's, yeah. and it's I also very it. affordable. Yes, it is. Yeah. Super affordable. And it was fun. And then we went to the movies and that was our Friday. And then Saturday, I, my friends, John and Veronica, Veronica, who I, Veronica Steele, who I do the MBWS podcast with picked me up on my birthday and we drove to Las Vegas. That's awesome. First, we went to breakfast at my favorite diner, Clarkie's Diner mm-hmm. in Yukaipa, and I just introduced them to the greatness that is the cinnamon streusel muffin that I talk about every now and then. That sounds really – a good muffin is a good Oh, muffin. my gosh, especially when they just drown melted hot butter on it. Sure. Yeah, go oh, wrong there. It's so good. But then we went to Vegas, and um, we stayed – we actually stayed off the strip near the convention center at a comfort – at a um, – residence in and it was like it was like being like in a little condo i really liked it and i had i had a pull-out bed but it was still great and they've gone pull-up beds have come a long way (laughs) let me tell you they don't have that middle bar anymore oh yeah back like because i remember when i um my mom had a pull-out bed when i would when when i would go to her house Mm -hmm. and um and it was like I I would just take the mattress off the off of it and sleep on the floor. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's like you're gonna like you 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 won't even be able to walk in the morning. And uh, but yeah, this was really great. And so we had a because they they had um they have a lot of Marriott points, so they use Marriott points, and they had a hot breakfast for free, oh, which in awesome. Vegas free breakfast. I mean, jeez. Mm-hmm. And we went to we hung around, we walked around the strip. My, we did my favorite activity in Vegas, which is playing the, um, mechanic. Have you ever been to Las Vegas, Mark? No, I haven't. It's, it's pretty, like, I don't know. If you're not into gambling and into, like, just not, you would not, it's with the, imagine, like, crowded place and then imagine if all those people were drunk. Yeah. (laughs) It's not my first destination in America. Yeah. It's not me usually either. I hadn't been, I went with Derek, like, probably like five years ago with Derek and a friend Ross, but we had fun, but it's like, it's just, everything's expensive. And, mm-hmm. but, but I, you know, we, we had a, we had a, we had a purpose for this trip was just to watch the money in the bank pay-per-view at right. WWE. But anyway, so we went to, but I wanted to talk about a couple of restaurants we went to. So, but my favorite activity though is, sorry, I got sidetracked there. <laughs> my favorite activity is there's a, and my brother introduced this to me, when we went um, many years ago, but at the MGM Grand, they have a machine and it's a mechanical horse racing game. It's like, mm-hmm. it looks like it's from the seventies and it's these like plastic horses and they race and you bid quarters on the horses. Uh-huh. You can win. And then there's like odds and you can win money. And, but it's only, and it's only quarters and the waitresses come so you can get drinks and huh. for free and so it's pretty awesome. So for like it, like it took me it's for like an hour and a half. It took an hour and a half for us to go through ten dollars and quarters, and we got three rounds of drinks. That is I a think good that's deal. A yeah. Great deal in Vegas, and mm-hmm. you have a lot of you get people get really into it. You start cheering <laughs> for your mechanical horses, mm-hmm. and it has it. So it's like these mechanical horses that go around, and then there's a speaker, and it makes a ho- hoofbeat sound, <laughs> and it's really entertaining. Um, That's and I, time. and it's that the only, the only one they, they have, my brother later on found one at the, the only, the only place they have them are at the MGM Grand and then 
in downtown Vegas on Fremont Street at the D. They have one. And it's pretty great. And so I always try and do that. And I got John and Veronica really into it. That's and awesome. um, so we did that for a long time. And then we went to dinner at um, – oh, wait, no. First we went on the – they have a – so you know the London Eye, that giant Ferris wheel? Uh, Yes, yes. They same company that made that built one in Las Vegas a few years ago. Okay. Uh And it's called the High Roller. And it takes thirty minutes round trip. Wow. And it's like being in a room and we did because they have a special daytime price. And then for so it was for thirty three dollars you got to ride it, but it also had uh open bar. Oh, in each so, of the like Ferris wheel. Yeah, that, that, that's how big you can fit a ton of like there are that's you could crazy. fit like twenty people, and they're mm-hmm. very large cars. And then there's a bar with a bartender in it. I was gonna say, is there just a bartender working that particular yes. compartment? Okay, yes. that's wild. And and there's TV sets, and and then like it's open views all around, and you can see for miles because cool. yeah. this thing is huge. It's it was over five. It was five hundred fifty feet at the top. Wow. And I took a lot of pictures, and it was a lot of fun. I managed to have three rounds of drinks, you know, one every ten minutes. Brendo got his drink on, and felt like well, I, I felt like I had to get my money's worth, you know. Um, and it was worth it. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, I rarely drink, and I try to, you know, I don't, I don't like to get too crazy because my thirtieth birthday, I barely remember that I had in Vegas. And so yeah, I, that's not a ton of fun if you don't remember. Yeah. So I I try and keep it. So I play pretty chill, and I also no longer really drink. Like I don't I don't really drink hard alcohol, mm-hmm. and I don't definitely don't mix things because that's usually where I get into trouble. Mm-hmm. So it was fun though, and we went on that, and then we went to Gordon Ramsay's burger restaurant at Planet Hollywood. Oh, yeah, that's and interesting. These burgers, holy cow! I had the Hell's Kitchen burger. It was like spicy, all the spicy stuff on it. It was one of the best burgers I've ever had. That's cool. And they have like fry. You order fries to share with everybody, and these fries were just. We had like these Parmesan cheesy fries. Oh, they were great. And then I seriously kid you not, best milkshake I've ever had. They put like pudding in the shake, and then so you get a little bit of pudding and a little bit of shake. That's interesting. It's. I had an Oreo shake there. It was so good. It was, so it's better than the cookie butter shake at Steak and Shake. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> okay. It was amazing. You ever so highly recommend that place. You ever been to a Portillo's? That might just be a yes. Chicago thing. It is, but they have a location in Buena Park. Oh, Their okay. shakes are very good. Yeah, those cake shakes are pretty awesome. Yeah, the cake shakes. They're pretty legit. Okay. Um, speaking of shakes. So on sat so then on Sunday so that was my birthday day and then on Sunday we went to um Shake Shack for lunch. Uh-huh. But before we went to Shake Shack this was crazy. We went back to um MGM Grand to play the ponies and then on Sunday though it was really fun because it was all wrestling fans. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So talking to other wrestling fans. Veronica hadn't really interacted with other wrestling fans before, and she was wearing her Sami Zayn t-shirt, and I was wearing my Kevin Owens t-shirt, so people were talking to us, and Veronica got a really big kick out of that. And we okay. discovered that a lot of people came in from Los Angeles. Okay. And, and a lot of the hardcore fans had gone to – so WWE did a house show the night before, and on they had done a house show on Saturday at the Staples Center. 
and people had gone to that and then driven to Vegas to go to Money in the Bank. I'm not that wealthy or dedicated. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to a pay per view, I'm not going to go to like the house show the night before. I think it's a but I, but because if I if I had all the money, I would. But sure, yeah. Um, also, I wanted to enjoy my time in Vegas, and I want to rush, you know. So yeah, but um, so we talked to them, but they did announce. This is where I'm I'm really excited. Um, they announced that they're going to be doing the Royal Rumble pay per view in Los Angeles in January. Oh, that's awesome! Definitely yeah. be going to that because I've never been to a Royal Rumble before. For those that don't know, the Royal Rumble it's a thirty man over the top battle royal. The only way to win is by throwing your opponent over the top, and the last person in wins. And they come out one at a time, and you don't know who's going to come out, and it's really fun. That's crazy. So they have to throw their opponent over a DVD copy of the film over the top. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Okay. Makes that be too easy. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Those DVDs aren't very big. Yeah. No, that's cool though. It's coming to LA. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. But then after MGM Grant, well, we met up with my friend Jesse and his wife. And then while we were walking around MGM Grant, we ran into Radio Brendo Man listener Mark Ariano. Oh, that's awesome. Who was there with his girlfriend. And he had surprised her with this. Um, they, she, I guess she knew they were going to Money in the Bank, but he surprised her with um, floor ringside seats. Oh, that's cool. And but then so then we hung out with them, and all of us went to Shake Shack, the famous Shake Shack. It's I guess it's a big in New York. I've and heard of it. Yeah, it I've just opened it. in Hollywood, and that Hollywood one, the line is three hours long. Wow. So. But this one, the line was pretty long, but it wasn't that bad. And let me tell you, I thought it really lived up to the hype. Hmm, and they have the um, – you're, you're living in Illinois, so you know Culver's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Culver's is great. Well, so you know they have those concrete shakes. Yeah. So Shake Shack has some concrete shakes that kind of put the Culver's ones to shame. Okay. And that's pretty good because Culver's has good well, – they, they don't call it great. ice cream. It's custard. a frozen custard. Yeah. And so Shake Shack has the same thing too. In oh, addition okay. to ice cream, they have both, but mm-hmm. they have the concrete shakes. They were really great. The burger was great, but let me tell you, the fries for me were the real star. They were crinkle cut fries, which are my favorites, mm-hmm. and they were just perfect. I was big fan. So your shake game and your fry game was really on in Las Vegas. Definitely. Very lots of, yeah, a lot of, I was really, you know, Hey, treat yourself. So oh, for sure, man, for sure. Um, but yeah, I did that. And then, uh, and then we went to money in the bank and it was at a brand new, this, the T-Mobile arena in Las Vegas. It's on the strip right by New York, New York. It opened April 6th. So it's a brand new arena and like new arena smell, perfectly clean bathrooms, everything on point. Okay. And um it was great. And we sat even though we sat like almost as high as you can go, um you could see perfectly every like a great views, no obstructions, and it was really enjoyable. That's awesome. And the pay-per-view itself was amazing. So, as I may have talked about before on the show, the money in the bank is a briefcase that gives the holder of the briefcase a title shot anytime they want. And they suspend that briefcase in the air and it has to be retrieved by a ladder. And that match is always crazy. Okay, and it yeah. definitely was great. <laughs> That's good. And then the person, the Dean Ambrose who won it, won the match. They then later cashed in the briefcase that night and became oh. champion. And it was That's very exciting. 
And also, that, John, sorry, what? Oh, does that often happen? Not or, the same night. Okay. That rarely happens. Usually they'll do it later, but I think they wanted to get it out of the way because they're getting ready to do a brand split. So they're going to split the roster uh, between the yeah, two shows. Yeah. So I think they want to get that out taken care of. Um, but it was, it was really entertaining and everybody went crazy and Veronica and I had a lot of fun and John, Veronica's husband who had never, hadn't really, I'd only been watching a little bit when Veronica would watch, but kind of in the background and mm-hmm. he got really into it and he had fun too. And it was very fun. I was kind of thinking about that. Like yeah. I, I, I'm not into wrestling and it, I have nothing against it. It's just, I've never been into it. But if I went to like a live event, yeah. I bet that would be a ton just, of fun. It's really fun. The crowd, it's just the energy of the audience really. Yeah. You can't, yeah. I don't think, I don't see how you couldn't have fun even mm-hmm. if you weren't super into it or knew who. It's just really fun. And also like just the energy when certain things like John Cena came back this okay. first match in a while and he wrestled AJ Styles, who's one of my favorite wrestlers. And just that whole match, the crowd, cause it was like a dream match cause AJ Styles has been like he's one of the big, huge guys on the indies, mm-hmm. but he just this year came in WWE, so they, they had never wrestled before. Hmm. And the whole time, just the crowd was just going crazy, and you could feel it. You could feel that energy. Mm-hmm. And then they feed off of it, and then it just causes them to like try work even harder and just really, I don't know, it's really fun. And we had a That's lot of cool. fun. And then we went to a place at Monte Carlo called The Pub, just The Pub. And I had fish and chips and some really good beer. They have like over a hundred different beers and ciders and all kinds of stuff. And that was good. And, um, then we watched Game of Thrones and holy yes. crap. My wife wanted me to talk about this on the show. <laughs> yeah. Let's, well, let's, um, I think, uh, let's keep moving and we will talk about it, but, um, what, let's let's do some quick book corner here. Sounds good. Um, I finished the new Stephen King book, End of Watch. Yeah, it was really good. It was overall really good. Um, can, can you give me like a one sentence on what it's? I know you said it on the show it's before. About a retired detective, and so it, the whole thing centers around there was this crazy dude who killed a bunch of people in a hit and run attack mm-hmm. at a job fair. And then he taunts and he gets away with it. And in the first book, it's the detective trying to find him. And then the second book was a case. And then he, then he kind of got a new case that had ties to like one of the victims. So kind of tied to that. And then the third one is about how, um, the guy that after they had caught the guy, he, they, he, um, like in the, in the confrontation when they captured him, he got put in a coma, and in the third book, he wakes up from the coma and finds that he has some telekinetic abilities. Okay, so he really the, the bad guy does, and now the bad guy tries to get revenge okay. on the detective. I'm so far behind on my new Stephen King books. Yeah, he, he's definitely still going, man. Still going yeah, strong. I was gonna say he does not slow down. So yeah, no. good for him. And I'm I'm impressed, and I really I always make sure to like he's this is his, he's had he's had he's had he's been pretty steady. He also had his short story collection. Mm, those are um awesome. and and like some of his other ones, just great mm-hmm. stuff still going. So this was really good. I really enjoyed it. If you like crime books and detective stories mixed in with some of that Stephen King style, mm-hmm. um, you'll really enjoy these books. And this was the third one, and I'm assuming 
finish the trilogy and then he'll he's got some new stuff coming down the pipe. Mm, that's good. And then I am currently reading um I'm like three fourths of the way done with S. It's really getting really good. Really exciting. This is the book that JJ Abrams wrote uh, him and the guy it's like a it's like a book with it's like a meta book where there's like all these notes in the margins and okay. all this stuff and there's like two things going there's a story going on the margins and there's the actual book and it's really good. And then I'm also reading um I'm doing a reread of Game of Thrones and I'm um, about 75% done with the Clash <laughs> of Kings mm-hmm. which is the second so what about you, Mark? What are you reading these days? Oh, I read almost exclusively comic books. Which we talked about last episode. Yes, we did. Um, a couple Some of the highlights I, for you. Yes, yes. Uh, I read Providence number eight, which is a book written by Alan Moore. You know, the famous great Alan Moore. Oh yeah, he's got a new. He does, and it's all H.P. Lovecraft related, and I Ooh. love Lovecraft. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alan Moore wrote a couple series about Lovecraft stuff like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago called The Courtyard and Neonomicon. And they were like one issue and then a four issue miniseries. And then this Providence thing is 12 issues long. So I'm almost to the end of it. I got issue nine upstairs. I haven't read it yet. But in a nutshell, um, there's a writer uh, back in 1919. He decides to go travel New England in order to write something he wants to write something he's partly fueled by uh he broke up with his gay lover then the gay lover killed himself so the grief over him causing that combined with him wanting to write a really great some some work of fiction or nonfiction, and the fact that there's a book out there called the stella sapiente that causes people to kill themselves all of that combined which it's the necronomicon it's like the Gotcha. So he travels around New England and he, each issue, like he meets someone that's basically from an HP Lovecraft story, but they have like slightly different names, like, um, Herbert West, reanimator. He meets him, but his name is Hector North, mm. but he's still the guy who's like taking dead bodies and reanimating them. So there's this huge, like conspiracy prophecy from the Stella Sapiente book. That basically says this guy, his name is Robert Black. He is something called the Redeemer and that he's going to fulfill a prophecy when he meets the messenger. And in issue number eight, he actually meets H.P. Lovecraft. Whoa. So for the longest time, you're like, well, this is all like stuff from H.P. Lovecraft stories, but with like slightly different names. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. But now you see this is taking place in the quote unquote real world where H.P. Lovecraft lives and these two meet and they're like, hey, how's it going? I really like your short stories. And they shake hands. Then you see all of these characters that you've met in previous issues, like looking ominous. They're like, yes, the prophecy is fulfilled. And earlier in that issue, they talked about how if the Redeemer and the Messenger meet, it's going to be a catastrophe and like biblical proportion stuff. So I was like, oh my God, it's, it's an amazingly dense book. There's all kinds of like real historical things put in yeah, there. Yeah. I've talked before about how much I love From Hell and how yeah. well researched and how half of that book is his notes and all his 
stuff and all the real world connections. Yeah. He's, he seems to be all about that. And that's what I like about him so much. Yeah. It takes me like two days to read one issue because I read it and it's a slow read in itself because there's a lot of dialogue. And then I go online and find like annotations where they actually explain what all this stuff is. Yeah. Cause I'm also just plain not smart enough to get like all the intricate storyline bits. So then someone explains it to me and I go, Oh my God, this is amazing. Oh, it's a really great book. If you like HP Lovecraft stuff or you like really dense, intricate fiction, I would say go check it out. It's from Avatar Press. Awesome. And, uh, one more thing, a book book that I'm reading. I've been reading it for the last year or slow because I just read like 20 pages at a time, but it's called Michelangelo in the Pope's Ceiling by Ross King. And it's like nonfiction. It's actually the story of Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel. Okay. And how he was like, just a super grumpy uh curmudgeonly guy that did not want to paint. Like he hates painting. He wants to sculpt. That's what he's all about. Mm-hmm. But this Pope at the time, I forget his name, but he was basically like just a warmonger and was not in the Popedom like for any sort of real religious reason. He was like, yeah, I want you to paint this ceiling and I think you're going to do it or I'm going to call in a bunch of debts. So Michelangelo like spent, I don't know, three years of his life painting the ceiling that he did not want to do. And in between him painting it, there's like all kinds of wars that this Pope is starting. It's really interesting. I like art history because I went to school for that. And I thought this book might be dry. And I was like, well, I'll give it a chance. But it's actually really interesting. It's crazy to know that that's what the, uh, cat, uh, what the, the Catholic Church was all about. Like it was just another oh. government that like did war a bunch in order to get more land and stuff. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, that sounds really cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty interesting. Awesome. Well, I already talked about my new movie. I saw The Nice Guys. Have you seen any new movies? No, the last new movie I saw You're was... You're a parent Cap- of a child. Yeah, exactly. It's really rare if I get out. I saw Cap it's- 3 like a month ago, and that was yeah. about it. I mean, it was, it was awesome. great. Sure, yeah. I think yeah, everyone fan. has said... Yeah, yeah I, I did really like it. Um, I don't care about the Winter Soldier in the movies, though. Mm-hmm. I don't find him interesting in the least. I, I don't know why. I thought he was like funny in this one. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. Yeah. Yeah. And he got more personality. So it was better, yeah. but I don't know. I just, it, it doesn't drive me. And that's what a lot of cap three was about. Mm-hmm. But I mean, giant man, Spider-Man, the big old fight was amazing. Black Panther yeah. was amazing. Yeah. And I love really excited cap. for that black Panther movie that I'm very excited about. Yeah. So do you have any desire to see X-Men apocalypse? Um, I'll see it like on DVD. Mm-hmm. I, I I have problems with Apocalypse as a character in general. Yeah. I don't find Apocalypse interesting at all. Like he's really vague even in the comics. Yeah. And especially in this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's what I – and I was like, well, yeah, everyone is – I've heard actually a gamut of things that this movie was terrible, that the movie was great, that it was okay. I was in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Phil was definitely in the it was great. Yeah. Derek was on the it's pretty great. Which for Derek, that's kind of surprising. He said but, it was great. Yeah, he enjoyed okay. it. But I think he appreciated some of the campiness that some people took as like marked against it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and actually, so oh, go go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Um, I apologize very much to Kent Wagon Shoots. I have a second co-host on Comic Nerds Unite. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. He's he's a new addition. 
Okay. He's only been a co-host for maybe like four or five episodes. Kent, I'm very sorry. I, I plain forgot you. So now there's three of you guys? Yeah, now there's three of us. But he talked about X-Men Apocalypse and he said it was terrible. He liked Superman Batman better than X-Men Apocalypse. Whoa, whoa. I know. And I thought like, really? Cause I don't, crazy I can't fathom that, but okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll leave that there. So, and then moving on to the DVD on demand corner, uh, of course, my usual WWE network, mm-hmm. New Japan world. Oh. I actually am watching now, watching the pay-per-view that I was just at because I oh, think it's cool awesome. to watch. And also speaking of that, since Mark Ariano was like in near the front row, if you watch Money in the Bank, the Radio Brendo sign makes many an appearance. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Free advertising. Yeah. That's awesome. And New Japan World have been finished up the Best of Super Juniors tournament. And there's a new pay-per-view they just did while at same weekend as WWE. So I have to watch that. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. I've actually got something about New Japan Wrestling. Um, yeah? Did you know that they show that on a TV channel called... AXS. Yes, yes. I was flipping through and saw it on there. Yeah, it's, they show like older, I think they're like almost a year behind, but they show, they have American commentary, which they Mm -hmm. don't have if you watch on New Japan World. So it's kind of, it's, you actually be able to follow, because I listen with the Japanese commentary and I don't know what they're saying, but I kind of, their emotion does tell a story, which I've talked about that. Yeah, it sounds like you get the gist more or less. Yeah. But yeah, so if you, if you have AXS, you can watch. That's their, they're trying to make inroads in the yeah. US and it's, it's pretty, it's, it's a good product if you're into that thing. Mm-hmm. And then I've been watching Lucha Underground. I actually got Veronica to watch it this week. Oh, that's cool. And, um, and then like I've, it's, I've been, I've been popping up a lot in these episodes. Uh huh. If you, me and my, like this past episodes of like me and my friend Jesse were there. And then um let's talk about a Game of Thrones. Yes, oh my gosh, a big this episode. episode this is like the episode that we've been waiting for. This episode was 5 years in the making. <laughs> yeah. And also I feel like um cuz my brother had watched it before me and he's like, "Yeah, you know how like last episode they killed the blackfish off screen and basically like you didn't see any of the battles and stuff. Yeah. Like this is where all that money went to uh-huh, and you've yeah. been saving, you know how like they said it's a lot of like slow stuff. I think it's cause they've been using like multiple episodes worth of budget mm-hmm. on this episode. I would believe it. There's lots of dragon action, which costs so much money. dragon action. Yeah. And then the most extras I've seen in a game of Thrones scene there was a ton of soldiers dying, listeners. Tons of special, lots of huge special effects CG budget. One of the most brutal battle scenes I've ever seen in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, now, can we? Get this is like Saving that? Private Ryan level. Yeah, let's do some spoilers. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But this was like Saving Private Ryan level of like brutality. Beyond that, like they're like what, like fighting on a mountain of corpses. Yeah, yeah. People Just clamoring up the the mountain of corpses to get on the buried, other side. Like whole, yeah. and then like when they start when they get surrounded and they're just like basically slaughtering all these people. And it is. It was. It was oh. like at times hard to watch. And the poor giant. That might have oh. been my saddest moment, oh honestly. One one. Like, I think his name forget, is. Forget Rick and Stark. Like that yeah. giant. I had more of an attachment <laughs> to him. Me too. I, my wife and I have been talking about this nonstop. And yeah, I had a much larger emotional attachment to that giant than Rick. Yeah, on. and you could like his the look that him and oh, Jon Snow share, and then oh my God, Bruce Bolton like. Just evil to the very end. And uh, I have a so 
Like it's just crazy. Like you know, it's like I just I can't. I don't know where this show's going because it's like to like at what level? Because it's like you thought Joffrey was evil. Here's this guy. Oh, like, for sure. Like, yeah. Who's after jo- Who's after him? Like, oh my gosh. And I gotta say, on a personal note, of all the characters to share a last name with, it's real unfortunate. <laughs> it's this butthole. That <laughs> Does really that ever sucks. get brought up to you? No, I'm the one bringing it up because I'm so annoyed by it. Oh, like, and also there's so this, many great characters, and I get this, this episode guy. had the best episode title ever. Oh, oh Battle of the Bastards. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. That's a and hashtag if I've ever heard one. Heck yeah, because um, it was the Bastard Bolton versus Bastard Stark, and yeah. I don't think I don't think anybody won. Well, Sansa won. Well, she lost to. Yeah, but now uh, you know who won. Littlefinger won. Now, why is that? Because Littlefinger brought the army of the Irie to save everybody. He did literally wait. Like, what, what does he get to gain by that? Well, he That's has, he basically control, he's got the army. Snow and Sansa's army is decimated. Uh, so he's basically, he pretty much in actuality controls Winterfell. Oh, interesting. Um, he's one of my favorite characters. And he's the puppet master, man. He he's is. The puppet yeah. master at everything. He's play, and I, I, I knew that he had like some plan for this. I just, I'm not smart oh, enough to know what it is. They've been hold, that army has been sitting there doing nothing yeah. for five years. <laughs> Pretty much. While all the other armies destroy themselves. Yeah. And so he's got the full giant army now and they can probably just go around and take on the Lannisters at this point. They very well may. Yeah. Um, I still, I did this next episode's the season finale. Yeah, we got one more. Man, I don't even, I, I don't know if we're gonna get to see the Hound versus the Mountain this season. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't um, think so. I think that'll be next I, season. I can't. Uh, that's that's the ultimate battle. Mm-hmm. That's that's what. Although it's interesting how they, I mean, like dropping bombs last last episode where he's like he he's like, oh yeah, so. Um, so Joffrey, not Joffrey, Tommen, um, yeah. he's like, so Cersei's trials happening. And oh, by the way, I'm no. outlawing trial by combat because we all thought that was, Cer- we all thought Cersei had the upper hand. She's With got the Frankenstein mountain. Mm-hmm. And, but now she can't do that. So we don't know what's going to happen. I I don't either. I had an idea, and then and I think I forgot. What what's going on with Marjorie? And she sent a note off to Highgarden, and I don't know. Maybe the maybe Highgarden's going to come try and save Loras and Marjorie because we'll see what happens. I think there's a lot more fighting about to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's a great show. <laughs> it's so good, and now we've got holy crap, my new favorite power couple. Of Danny. Yes. And, what's her name in the, in the show? Yara? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. The, they have the, the Greyjoy. In the book, it's Asha, but they thought people would, they thought TV viewers are dumb. And because there's a character named Osha, they thought oh. they'd be confused. So they made Theon's sister Yara. Okay. And so. But yeah. She was all hitting on Daenerys. I was like. And, they, and I think Dang. she was digging it. Oh yeah, she was. She had that raised eyebrow. That was. And awesome. they're both yeah. like they're basically like we're going to take over the world together. It was and really cool. They respect. I'm rooting. Each other. I'm completely yeah. rooting for them. Oh, me too. And, and I'm yeah. so you've got. I'm totally fine with Danny and Yara, and they've got their little. They've got Theon and Tyrion as their little minions, mm-hmm. and they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna come. They're Westeros. They're coming for you. 
uh, King's Landing is in trouble once they get get their shit in gear and get on those Cause, ships. Because it was great. Because you like not only do they have the dragons, not only do they have those unsullied. Now they have the entire Jothraki. Oh yeah, that's true. Horse, yeah. Which is a huge amount of wild savage horsemen. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole society of like Conan the Barbarian, basically. Yeah, and they're all coming. Yeah, headed headed. It's all happening. It's all. <laughs> yeah, we're really getting like to the end game for Game and of Thrones. And we're past the books. Yeah, we are. Way past the books. Now, I've heard there's there's two seasons left, and they're going to do maybe yeah. like eight episodes for the next season, and then just five episodes for the last I, season. My brother had made an interesting prediction. He thinks at some point we're going to get a big jump forward. Oh, really? Just if you think from a storytelling perspective, like – Cause, but there's certain, cause there's so much stuff that has to happen. Cause at some mm. point, Westeros has to be united to take on the White Walkers or they're completely screwed. Because the other thing that's happening while all this cool stuff is happening is, oh yeah, there's a giant zombie <laughs> army yeah. heading everybody's way and they're gonna murder everybody. Cause the, um, Jon Snow's army is now taken yeah. out more or less. Pretty big trouble. And there's not that, they didn't leave too many people on the yeah. wall. No, there's not. And so, Westeros better get its shit together really quick. Well, I think this is what I think is going to happen. This is my prediction for the end. The White Walkers are going to make it to King's Landing at the same time that Daenerys and her dragons make it to – well, Daenerys will fight everyone in King's Landing and be like, okay, I beat you guys. Great. Now I have the Iron Throne. And then the White Walkers are going to come. So there's going to be a literal battle of fire and ice in King's Landing. Boom. That's what I think the end. It's in the title, A Song it's of in Fire the title. and Ice. Yeah. There you go. You Although I don't first. exactly, yeah. Mark called it. Although I don't know how the White Walkers will fight the dragons exactly. Like, I mean, they what throw ice spears up in the air? I don't know. Um, they have they who oh. knows. A coworker said maybe they have a an undead ice dragon. I was like, that well, would be crazy. Yeah, because dragons have died before. Maybe they or got like ice one. giants or maybe who knows what they got going on. We'll find. We're gonna find out and uh and soon enough and the other. I'm, I still stand by my prediction because we saw the bit of the flashback at the moon tower, whatever mm-hmm. it was. And, um, I think what's happening up there is, um, is, uh, what's, um, there's the Stark, uh, uh, the Ned's sister yeah. is having Rhaegar Targaryen's bastard son, which is Jon Snow. Yeah, more than likely. Jon Snow is a Targaryen. Boom. I think so too. <laughs> I think it seems pretty. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I think that seems to be like yeah. And I've but I that first got said on Radio Brendo Man like three years ago. Just for the record, there you go. You um, called it already. So um, let's see. Game of Thrones. I've been watching old nine hundred two and zero because I'm I'm just addicted. I rewatched all of this current season of Bob's Burgers. Just uh-huh. Again, I'm on vacation, and I love Bob's Burgers. I just watched the uh, which one was it? Shoot balls! Oh, dang it! I just watched one. Uh, I'll bring it up later if I remember. It's a great All show. Right. Well, what else are you watching on the televisions? Uh, Orange is the New Black just dropped. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Season four. Okay, it's yeah. great. I'm only four episodes in. Yeah. Oh, there's some Wonder Woman references. I was excited about that. Ooh, that's exciting. I won't spoil anything, though. It's a great show. Oh, yeah. And on the Netflix front, I also I, – I haven't watched that yet, but we were going to talk about this Lady Dynamite. <laughs> yes. This show so is good. crazy. It was nuts. And I 
and Phil liked it too. And I was, I didn't know if it was going to be too like Phil sometimes if things get a little too like, um, he's, he's, he, I, sometimes he, he gets a little snooty about like, um, super indie things and like, mm-hmm. if it gets sometimes borders on pretentious, but, but I, I don't think, think it's, I don't feel like it's too much. Pretentious. I, it's I don't think it like is. A... I think I was just a little, I just didn't know quite. Yeah. I, but I'm glad that he appreciate it. Cause I loved it. I thought it was great. Well, I, thought it was I feel great. like it's Tim and Eric. Awesome show. Great job. Kind of style. Yeah. That style plus like, like done in like a Curb Your Enthusiasm, Marin, Louie, mm. mixed with a bunch. And then her own personal, cause she talks a lot about her struggles with mental illness. Yeah. Which is really up and up in front about it. Yeah. And Not sugar. Other anything. issues like her, or the race episode was very humorous mm-hmm. with the Lucas. I love that the Lucas brothers were regular <laughs> characters. <laughs> yeah. I actually started watching their show. The Lucas Brothers Moving Company on Adult Swim. The cartoon thing? The cartoon. It's yeah. really yeah. funny. Okay. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts is a regular oh, character. Okay. Because they're big wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And they're really funny. Oh, Brendo, I need you to do something for me when you watch Orange is the New Black. What? There's a new uh like CO of the the guards. He's this mm-hmm. huge buff guy. Tell me if he's a wrestler. Okay. I'm guessing he's a wrestler. Okay. I'll check it out. All right. Probably watch it later tonight. That's good. So you watch that? Anything else you watch? Uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of the documentary Electric Boogaloo. I think you oh, talked about that before. So good. It's really great. It's the story of Canon Films, makers of such fine cinema that will, they started off making just like pure, like basically softcore porn. Yeah, it was movies. very, um, like American artistic movies. But then they also made like some like writer director friendly movies and then they made like masters of the universe over the top um, superman four uh yeah the that hercules movie with lou ferrigno oh yeah i watched like 20 minutes of that a few months ago that movie it was awesome but like <laughs> you know in a bad awesome way yeah uh, yeah, I, every single movie that they talk about in this documentary, I'm like, well, I need to watch that movie. That sounds great. Movie. Some of them are very difficult to find. Yeah, I've already searched Netflix for a few of them, and they are not on there, which is unfortunate. But some of them, like Masters of the Universe is on like YouTube. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I need to look up YouTube for this stuff. More and often. some other things. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube or some other places, but it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Uh, yeah, one more show I want to bring up. Uh, Full Frontal with Samantha B on TBS. Oh, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, the Daily Show with Jon Stewart is one of my top five favorite TV shows of all time. I was really sad when he retired. Mm-hmm. I don't like Trevor Noah. I don't think he's all that funny. And he had a lot of like, I think there were sexist tweets or something. I don't know. I was just not interested in him. Mm-hmm. So Full Frontal kind of fills in the hole in my heart that The Daily Show with Jon Stewart left. Mm-hmm. It's a really great show. Samantha B is extremely funny, and it does. Maybe if you watch that, and then like last week tonight. Yeah, I like that, that show too. I just don't have time for it, yeah. so I cut it. But it is a good show, and yes, it will fill that hole in your heart. But, but you I, enjoy Samantha B. I've heard all, yeah. nothing but good things. It's really good. Had a chance to check it out yet? Yeah, and it's nice because it's it's only once a week, so she can do. She can like delve into a topic more, kind of like what last week tonight does. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, God, she's funny. It's really biting commentary in these oh so troubling times we live in. Yeah, it's a great show. Sounds great. 
You know what else is great, Mark? And I know you're excited for this. I am. Because it's time. It's time. It's It's Marmaduke time. Yes. Oh, I can see the book, listeners. I forgot that I could. I can see it. It's Marmaduke laps it up. He sure, what a dummy. He sure does. He loves lapping it up. (laughs) What a terrible character. Last week, we left off where Marmaduke kissed Phil. Yeah, I I heard that minutes before I came down to record. Um, I was looking for he hit his head. Phil. Yeah, so I, I I really don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, okay, so we're so now we. Uh, oh my god! Okay, um, so so it starts off. Phil is sitting on the recliner, and Marmaduke is on top of him. Sure. Because like, sometimes, I guess, because like in, a normal, in a normal pet, like human dog way, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, except Marmaduke is ginormous. and Right. So he says, I'm hungry. I think I'll drive over to the big snack. So in Marmaduke land, the restaurant or whatever is named Big Snack. Like, I guess that's like a 7-Eleven type place. Yeah, I guess maybe. So he says, I think I'll drive over to the big snack and get a juicy hot dog. So Marmaduke jumps up and jumps out the door. He says, woof, and gets in the car, like in the passenger seat. Sure, yeah. And he's, like, got his tongue sticking out. So I guess Marmaduke likes hot dogs? Because what dog doesn't, I guess? Because we all know that Marmaduke is people, and he totally understands Phil. Right. And he gets – he know, he. so Marmaduke somehow – first, like, he opens the, the door to the house, and then he opens the car door. And so he, it doesn't just strictly show that, but that happened. Is that, is that the completion of the comic strip? No, no, no. So okay. then he, so okay. then Phil says, but Marmaduke, oh, so then Phil says, now I can read my paper. So it's a trick. Once again, they're jerks to Marmaduke. Also, I don't understand. There's no like punchline to that. No, no, we're not done. We're not done. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep jumping to conclude. Sorry. I, I'm doing a running commentary here, but, 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 but so then do, well, we found out it's Dottie is the, is wife. the wife. Yeah. So she says, but Marmaduke thought you were going for a hot dog and Phil's smiling. And he's, mm-hmm. and Phil says, that's right. And he'll sit in that car all afternoon. And there's Marmaduke still licking his chops, sitting in the car. Yeah. They hate the dog. They don't. And now he's, now he's sitting in a hot car. That's true. Like, Which that's, is terrible. It's terrible. I think like they're trying to kill Marmaduke. They hate Marmaduke, and all after Marmaduke kissed Phil and showed his affection. Again, it's this nonstop battle between. It's a battle of wits and wills between Marmaduke and Phil. You know, it's like Phil has never heard of just taking a dog to a pound if you don't want him anymore. I, I know. Or like, yeah. why? Why did you get this giant dog? And this is where I'm convinced that. Somehow Phil was cursed with this dog <laughs> that contains the spirit of his dead father. He and... ran over a gypsy at some point. <laughs> yeah, because um, and the, who? Because this? Because again, Marmaduke can open doors, get into cars. He's I don't know. He's got an obvious emotions, and now we know that Marmaduke likes hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Another thing I like about this strip is that everything is the most bland version of anything yeah. ever. Like, like hot dogs. Going to get a hot dog. At the 
what is what did he call big it? snack big snack <laughs> yeah like that's like the most like big snack okay there's no clever name yeah also listeners i believe gypsy is not an appropriate term anymore i apologize it's not no um I prefer romani i believe so yes romani i was more quoting stephen king's thinner than actually talking about a real a real group yeah. of people there you go i apologize anyway how dare you i know i'm sorry i'm very sorry well on that note i think we're going to call it for the week and next week phil will be back briefly so we'll find all about all about phil's travels and, and then he's updates out and i'm sure he's got some goofy stories and then he's going to be gone again and I don't know. And um, I'm sure he's got a lot of fun things to talk about. Oh, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. I like hearing and, about his vacations. Um, Mark, you're um, at ComicNerdsUnite.com. Yes, that is right. And you can um, find you guys on Twitter and Facebook and all the places, Comic Nerds Unite. Yep, search Comic Nerds Unite. Uh, we're on iTunes and Stitcher as well. There you go. And you can – everybody. And they can check it out at BenVNetwork.com and all yep. the BenVNetwork Network podcasts. And – uh, and go to RadioBrendo.com and check out all the stuff there. You can contact us through that website or at our email address, which is RadioBrendoMan at gmail.com or at BrendoMan on Twitter. And listen to, if you want to hear more about my Money in the Bank adventure, listen to MBWS at MBWSPod.com with me and Veronica Steele and sometimes Benson. And... uh <laughs> And then we had talked about last week, but sometime this summer, popsicles will return. Yes, and we're we're waiting with bated breath. The pop, the popsicle fans, the pop tarts, pop tarts, <laughs> which I feel like that's not an appropriate term either. But sure it's pretty it great because it's a term of endearment. And I'm proud to be a pop tart myself. Yeah. And I'm really hot right now, so I'm going to finish this up and turn on the air conditioning. And I hope you're staying cool wherever you are. And check us out next time on Radio Brendo Man. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Mark Bolton. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good one.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Feeling peckish this midnight? Sate your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinara podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest and sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinara sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appétit! <laughs>